0: 2022 we are through 2021 we are done with 2020 and all i am gonna say is yay it is time for new fresh energy we just had a nice new new moon here on january 2nd of course today is friday january 7th it's the first friday of the month And I come to my little recording studio and I open up our phone lines and we do some live coaching right on the spot. I never know who's going to call in. I never know where they're going to call from. I never know what question this person is going to have for me. I don't even know if it's going to be a woman, to be quite honest. But that's what's so exciting and fun about our monthly podcast, Chat with Crystal, Uh, empowered coaching conversations with real women from around the world. The truth is if a man called in that would be just fine too Uh, because this empowerment coaching process, the processes, formulas, and interventions that I use over and over and over again would work for anybody. It is certainly not a uh, only a woman thing. It's just that in you know in my life and in my history and my experiences many, many, many years ago. I'm 51 now. I'm going to be 52 in 2022, but that's at the end of the year. Um, in any case, in my life and my experiences, um, I went through, well, number one, I had, I had five aunts, five aunties on my mom's side. I had two aunties on my dad's side. I had a lot of women around me growing up. My, my, my beloved grandmothers, um, my great-grandmothers were alive, um, and I just was surrounded by a lot of women. And so I got to be, I'm going to say it, in the trenches as a little girl listening to, and my mom was the fifth of six daughters. So her older sisters were, some of them were quite a bit older, um, almost like a mother to my mom, So, I had just a lot of older women. And listen, I'm not, I'm, listen, those older women, women who are older than me, they were on the frontier of the women's movement. They really were. They were the first line of like, what? What's going on here? Um, This was the first line of women who were like, you know, metaphorically burning their bras or horrified at the women who were burning their bras. Um, I feel like I came from some angry man haters who were all married and who still thought the man was the head of the home and um, yet when they would get together there would be sort of this disempowered maybe a little bit of victimization conversations but how they were doing it differently and all of that impacted me and then um, some of you have heard my personal story where uh, my parents split up when I was 12 and That was really impactful on me, and seeing my mother, who was just going to go out there and attack the world and make her dreams come true, and my dad left, and I went through my own abuse from different uh, men, boys and older men, in my teenage years. I found out um, when, when I was 12 some of the horrible abuses that some of the women in my family went through. It was just a big, what?! The lid was blown off, you know, it was like, what is going on with women, with people, with with abuse, and what do you mean we're not, we can't do those same things? What do you mean you can't tell? What do you mean you keep secrets? What do you mean we care more about what people think about our family than what's really going on in the family. What do you mean women have to do the dance when they want to get into the workforce? They have to try to figure out how to climb the ladder, but smile a lot and, and be lovely. And, and, you know, there's only room for one or two women at the boardroom table. So then there was this veiled sort of competitive rivalry between other really powerful women. It was like, we can love you if you're broken, but it's not easy to love you when you're really strong. And what was that all about? And then of course, the running background commentary going on in most of our heads all the time, I have to lose weight, but I need to lose weight. Like there's all this other crazy stuff going on and, and, and the Me Too movement that finally the lid got blown off of. Thank God. What was it? Only maybe five years ago. Um, but so that's why I think I just talked now for like five minutes about that's why I work with women. It is certainly not anti-man. It is, wow, we women, we are still really navigating new unchartered waters We need to support each other, um, and realize that we're gonna start. Where there are more, there's more seats at the boardroom table than ever before. And and maybe if we really figure out how to collaborate, and work together, and support each other, and stand up side by side, shoulder to shoulder, um, that we are going to be the change that we all want to see. And so, yeah, I kind of smile when I hear the opening intro of this podcast that we're going to heal this world. Like that's, that's big. (laughs) Like who says that? That's pretty grandiose thinking. We're going to heal this world one woman at a time. And that, that is the way we do it. Um, every single life matters. Every single woman is a daughter. She might also be a sister she might also be a mother so there's major trickle down effect for the way that um that our empowerment influences our world around us it, whether it's um in our own homes in our families in our communities in our regions in our nations um and so we women are being called i've i've often said you know they well, these old these old clichés like you can't teach an old dog new tricks and um well that's because those old dogs didn't need to learn new tricks really they didn't need to learn new tricks they already they were already in charge so it's us us female dogs so that's why they call us bitches oh dear um that's uh it's us female you know women who are saying yeah, but you, you can teach me a new trick. And here's what's so amazing about a woman's brain that is different than a man's brain. And all the women listening are gonna be cheering, going, yeah, I knew it. I don't know It's if it's because, you know, we were the underdog and we had to figure out how to navigate our way different. I don't know exactly why, but it's so interesting that a woman's brain ages differently than a man's brain. Um, it's also interesting that women have more um, connective tissue between the right and left hemispheres of the brain, Just it's just different than men. We are different than men, our hormones are different. When you think about our our the things that we go through over a lifetime from getting your period and having babies possibly, but still, even if you never have babies, the PMS, all the hormones that are going on in your body, then we enter into menopause, like we're just different. And and I, and I think we all know that, but I think it's crazy that a woman's brain stays malleable as she ages, whereas a man's brain becomes rigid. He isn't interested in expansion and God, I'm not trying to say all men because listen, we have boys and sons and My daughters have amazing boyfriends. My other daughter's getting married. We love them. I love them. I love my husband. Um, But it is true that we women, as we get older, I look at me now in my 50s, 51, um, that I think, oh, I'm not getting older. I'm getting bolder. I'm getting better. I'm getting smarter. I'm getting, I am less hormonal well maybe I'm not I'm in menopause I'm not quite in menopause oh why am I even sharing that but I feel like I'm getting bolder brighter lighter stronger clearer more focused there's less distractions Uh, my brain is busy in creative energy and and dreaming and so our brains as women stay malleable we need to keep on talking we need to keep on creating we need to keep on doing we need to keep on sharing we need to keep on supporting and we really need to keep reminding each other that hey listen it's amazing to be young but we for those of us that are a little bit older we were there once too and I look back and go I know I was sometimes I was just doing a coaching call yesterday and we were talking about you know this my client is saying like honestly, Crystal, every part of my life, it's really good. I'm in a, I'm in a good marriage. My kids are grown. They're both happy and healthy. I have a good job. I, and do you know, I just can't figure out why I can't get this weight off. And I said, well, so tell me when you were at a weight that you felt, you know, really good at. Tell me about that. And she won't mind. She won't care. No one even knows who I'm talking about. But she's 56 right now. And she didn't even realize how almost comical it was to me when she was like, well, I'd say 18. (laughs) Like, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. I laughed with her at that. I was like 18. So 28, 38, 48, 40 years ago. So for 40 years, we've been holding on. And how many of us do it? Like I was in the best shape for me after having kids and holy, like I, when I was around 30, but even that I can be like, Crystal, I was 21 years ago. And to my client, that was 38 or whatever years ago that like, why are we not realizing that we are aging, changing, growing, expanding, learning, Um, stepping into new versions of ourselves all the time so with that being said yeah we still want to we still want to remove unnecessary baggage that's getting in the way of us living our best lives and geez feeling confident about ourselves feeling good about ourselves but I just think it's a new year and instead of us all creating these new year's resolutions about you know, getting out the metaphorical whip and whipping ourselves back into some place we once were, then we have to actually say, were you happy? What was your life like? Was it chaotic? Okay, you were skinny, but what else was going on? Um, in any case, I would love to do some coaching with you today. It doesn't matter what's going on for you. And holy geez, if it is we want to talk about weight, that's okay too. Like we're allowed to talk about whatever we need to talk about because we women, when we talk about our challenges and our dreams and our ideas and our problems, when we commiserate, when we celebrate, guess what happens? This is also what's so great about being a woman. We release a hormone called oxytocin. And oxytocin makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So we feel great when we talk. The same hormone is released released for men when they talk, when they are talking a lot. They also release oxytocin, but guess what? It doesn't make them feel good. It's it's the 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 opposite hormone to testosterone. So that's why sometimes a man's like, listen, I don't want to talk about it. I just, I got to go. I just got to get out. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go play a sport. I'm going to go... Some of them think that when they watch sports, they release testosterone. I don't think it's true. But I think a lot of men are like armchair athletes, and they actually think they have testosterone raging through their bodies because they're watching MMA fighting or football. I don't think it's true. I think you actually have to be doing it. But in any case, I get to talk about it, and it makes me feel good. So I am here today to talk with you, to coach you chat with you, commiserate whatever's going on. So, of course, you have to be in the conference line here where you are on your either web um call where you're calling in through the web or you are on your telephone, uh, if you would like to do some coaching with me right now while you're in here in the conference line, all you have to do is press star 2 and I am here 1 million percent to support you. So, we only have one hand that's gone up today. So, if there's anyone else that's listening and just thinking, "Geez, maybe" Why not press star two and let's chat. So I'm going to go to Ellen, Ellen, who I know we've talked a few times over the last few months. And I'm always so grateful, Ellen, to you for just being such a faithful, loyal, simply woman superstar. Um, And I see Michelle has raised her hand. So fantastic. And we'll come to you next, Uh, Michelle. But Ellen, let's dive in. What's going on and how are you today? How are you today? Ellen, are you there? I'm not hearing you. Oh, dear. Let's see what's going on with Ellen. Ellen, why am I not hearing you? Ellen, can you try again to say hello? Okay, Ellen, for some strange reason, I'm not getting your voice at all. Have you muted yourself? Okay, the other option is, Ellen, let's let's have you... Disconnect and call back in and I will see you and then I will come back to you I also see that Sharon from Australia has raised her hand. So Ellen I hate to do this to you, but I'm gonna lower your hand I'm gonna ask you to disconnect and Call back in and let's try and get you working because I would love to be able to talk with you Okay, we're gonna to go to Michelle. Hey Michelle. How are you? This is crystal. What's going on for you today? Hi, Crystal, um, I this is the first time
1: I've tuned in for uh, your Friday chat, so Great, um, welcome. I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I don't know that I have anything specific, but um, I've obviously uh, I'm in the course, so I've listened to a lot of your coaching, and uh, I like how you just kind of can dig in there and find what the issue is, even when the person doesn't know what the issue is. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I love that what you just did was a little laugh. I call it you're in, you're in my coaching program. So you're going to learn this when someone yeah. is just talking away and then they just instantly have either spontaneous tears just pop into their eyes and they feel emotional or a spontaneous little laugh like you just did, which is you help people figure out what's going on when they don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I hope you can do it for me. Yep. <laughs> Okay, Michelle, so I know you say you're not really quite sure why you've called in, but let's let's talk about what's going on in your life right now, and maybe I'll be able to do that quick digging, and we'll find out what's going on for you.
1: Sounds great. Um, so when COVID started, just a month before, um, I left my husband. Um, a few months before that, I sold my business. So when COVID hit, um, I was kind of starting really fresh, and it gave me a time to uh, sit and do nothing, which I've never done in my life. Yeah. Um, So that was good for me. Yeah. And I've since got a job. I work four days a week now, which is great, instead of six days a week.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I've got my own little apartment, so life is really changing a lot for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, signed up for your class. Great, um, thank you. And I thought, even worst case, um, if I can heal myself through this class, then it's worth the money.
0: Fantastic. And you know what? Interesting that you said even worst case. Like that's like the best case. The best case yeah. is I'm gonna heal me first and foremost. For once in my life, I'm gonna put me first. And for sure. and. And then at the end of that, I'm going to take what I've learned. I'm going to take my life experience. I'm going to take this authentic, true healing, and I'm going to help support and empower other women just like I'm doing right now. Yeah. It's amazing. So that's
1: really exciting. I've always wanted to um, kind of counsel people. And um, so, yeah, I think once I get myself together, yeah, I will be uh, a great blessing
0: out there. Oh, you already are a great blessing. And yeah, yeah. Just, you're going to have a bigger circle of influence. You're going to have a bigger sphere of impact. So that's so beautiful. And that's literally my my tagline for this show is we're going to heal this world one woman at a time. Yeah. So th- yeah. this is and the beautiful, I... this, this is what's so beautiful about it. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. And I, I do feel a real connection with women, um kind of like what you do with your stories. Um, I think lots of times we've been raised to shut up and do the work.
0: Yeah. And not and, shut up and do our work. Shut up and work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, Just shut up not, and make my dinner. Just shut up and get those house exactly. cleaned. Yeah.
1: So I'm trying to learn to put myself first.
0: Yeah. And Michelle, can I? not feel bad about that. Great. Okay. So you're wanting to put yourself first and not feel bad. So guilt. Okay. So yes. let's let let me just get a little bit of background if I can, if you're yeah. comfortable. Um, how old are you?
1: I am sixty on Sunday. Sixty
0: on Sunday. Happy birthday
1: <laughs> to you. you.
0: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Michelle. Happy 60th. Life is just really getting started. Um, Yeah. It's pretty incredible, Michelle. I have to tell you how many women right now, and I don't know if it's that because I've turned 50, I feel like I have just so many new women in my world who are in their 50s and 60s who are kind of saying the same thing, something similar to what you're saying, which is I just really for the first time in my life and I don't mean that to sound like we're victims I really don't but yeah. for the first time in our lives we're actually realizing um I I I have I want to take care of me. I want to take care of me and I don't want to feel yeah. guilty about it. And guilt mm-hmm. is that emotion that is actually interesting because guilt isn't a core emotion. Shame and guilt are not core inborn like human emotions i mean like they're they're human emotions but they're actually learned and around the age of about 18 months is when we begin feeling feelings of shame and guilt prior to that we don't even we don't experience we don't that's not in our little golden self's um toolkit of emotions we might we feel joy we feel happy we feel angry we feel scared but we don't feel guilty and we don't feel ashamed. And yeah. so those are things we begin to learn and women learn a whole slew of beliefs from the time we're little um and it goes right back to so at 60 you definitely were you you're just you're 9 years older than me so I was born in 70 so you're like what around 61 60. 62. 62 um and so when you think about that time what was going on in the world? Like if we just go back to like the sixties, what was going on in the world in the sixties and what were women, what were women being told and teaching their daughters and their sons in the sixties? So it like, and that's just when you were being, that's when you were born. So how old was your mom when she had you? Um, I think she was about 30. Okay. So let's imagine that your mom is born in the 30s. Yeah. Okay. So mom who's born in the 30s, what was like life like for your mom? Let's just think for a moment. Like what was life like for your mom? Do you think she had you at 30 and it was the 60s? Things were getting crazy. Like yeah. there was the generation of, you know, the the sixties, everyone was finally being like, but women were really still very, very, very disempowered. Like your yeah. mom couldn't have had her own bank account. Your mom back then, there's no way she had her own credit card. Uh, it would have had to have been in your dad's, your dad's name. Or if she wasn't married, yeah. that would have just been horrifying. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, and she came from a very religious family. Right. Um, and I think a very um not I don't think they were an affectionate family.
0: Most weren't back um, then. Like I'm like really a lot of, of, of women back then you hear these same stories where it's like I sometimes think like we when we realize like so what did your mother's mother like when we sometimes do all that because we think we're so far ahead, but it's like, no, we were only, that was only 90 years ago. Like your, your mom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, when we think about to think that, um, women weren't considered people yet under the law until 1917 in Canada, 1920. Mm-hmm. So your mother was born just, just a little past the time that women were considered people. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think my mother had a lot of shame and guilt in her life.
0: Yeah, um, most of our mothers did. Her...
1: Yeah, and she had my sister um, out of wedlock. Mm. Um, so she went away, and and my dad and her got married. So I think uh, her family wasn't too excited about my dad or the situation. Yeah. So I think us kids had to be extra good and extra quiet.
0: Yep. <laughs> Yeah. There's another little laugh of truth. We were told you just be good. You be a good girl and you're to be seen and not heard. And you respect your elders and you don't need to have a voice. You just be a good girl and do it right. So that's why it took until you're 60, which is the truth for like, I feel like (laughs) I'm like, uh, I, I, I'm only 51 and I feel like I'm, I'm still like breaking through and busting through old self-limiting beliefs. Like my grandmother, when I was first married would always be like, I would visit her on Wednesdays and my grandfather had just passed. And she would always say around three o'clock, you need to get going now. You need to get home and put dinner on the table for five. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so for you growing up, um, you Weren't taught, you were really taught that the needs of your family would always come before your own needs, the needs of anyone
1: else. Yeah.
0: Like
1: I was an example to the world, so I had to watch what I did.
0: So um, I think that was was a
1: heavy load for a kid.
0: Yeah, that's a heavy, there's another little laugh. There was, it was a heavy load of pressure that I was under trying to be the good girl, the good woman, the good everything. And that's where guilt comes. And it's really what you were taught is at a very young age, you should feel guilty if you aren't good. You should feel guilty if you do anything to embarrass your family. You should feel guilty. So it really makes sense to me that that's that underlying emotion. That's probably a a bit of a core wound, and I I can't say that in like 10 minutes of talking, but the fact that that's come up and, and we're just allowing ourselves to explore what you learned about being a woman, what did you learn about being successful, what did you learn about, so right now you're having to sort of break through and bust through a lot of ingrained beliefs that are, they just don't serve you anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what the whole last two years has been, just um, kind of rebelling, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, when COVID first hit, I I let my bray come in. I quit wearing makeup for a while, and even my sister was like, what are you doing? You're just letting yourself go. And, and I said, why, why do I have to wear makeup every day when I leave the house?
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: No, I Michelle? good enough just the way I am.
0: Michelle, did you find I, I I'll tell you as a woman who have as also I was so like we were so ingrained to wear makeup. Like it was like oh oh my goodness. Oh, my mother has never left the house without makeup on ever and it was just so yeah. ingrained into us like you just look better and you you will feel better. Like it was really taught like that, but you'll look better and you'll yeah. feel better. And there's nothing a little lipstick can't fix. And so we were like really, I think a lot of us, um, didn't you find as much as we all hate masks, because I don't know anyone yet that's like, you. I love wearing a mask. It's great. Um, yeah. But I did find it was a great leveler, uh, an equalizer. And what I mean by that is, this might, yeah, it does sound superficial and shallow, but when, as women, we've had to spend so much of our lives, and even, like, for those of us who are fighting, uh, you know, in the trenches and on the front lines for um, empowering women in different countries around the world, and helping women who are, who are, you know, don't have the same rights and freedoms as us, women who have to be covered from head to toe, like, we really saw that as such a that's just disgusting and horrible that a woman has to cover her face. And yet, I will tell you something. There was something so liberating about putting that damn mask on everywhere I went and realizing I don't have to play the game and be the cute, smiling, pretty, lipstick, makeup girl everywhere I go anymore. And wow, isn't wasn't that a bit of relief in a weird way?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, and I do feel better with makeup on
0: typically. Yeah. Who doesn't? It's a, it's I there to enhance to. our looks, but, but it's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. And I love that we're, you're reaching that point now where you're saying, wait a second, when we see an older man, who's let's just say, let's say we literally, we do a flip and we like, we have a man who's in his mid fifties is not happy in his marriage who leaves his relationship, sells his business finally says, wow, I'm not under all that pressure and stress that I used to be under. I'm not gonna dye my hair. I'm gonna let my gray grow in. Imagine a man saying this. I'm gonna let my gray grow in. And could you imagine us, everyone saying, wow, Bob's really let himself go. (laughs) Like we just wouldn't. We'd be like, yay for Bob. Bob sold yeah, his business. He's, he's got to free. free. He could go get a convertible sports car and let the wind whip through his hair. Like it's just a whole, if this is another double standard that we are on the front lines choosing to break free of that and say, well, wait, what really serves me? And what do I want to take with me? And what do I love? Like, I love putting on, like, do I love putting on makeup? I love what makeup can do for me. That's the truth. Cause I'm still part yeah. of that. I'm still a little vain. I still, I'm a little vain, but yeah, I love what I'm hearing you say. Like, what, what can I do now for me? So Michelle, if you could wave a magic wand right now and you could see your life unfolding into your sixties now, which there are more women in their sixties than ever, this is factual than ever before in the history of the world, becoming millionaires and entrepreneurs. So we have more women in their 60s and 70s stepping into their power, real serious power than ever before. We are not over the hill. We're finally all getting that. It's like, oh, my God, without those raging hormones that make me want to get pregnant every month, and I'm so worried about the man in my life, suddenly when that starts dissipating, it's like, wow, there's a lot of energy left over here to Mm -hmm. create a really exciting life. So if you could wave a magic wand and you could really just let yourself dream and imagine there were no limitations and it didn't matter what you looked like, it didn't matter if your hair was gray or it was dyed, it didn't matter, just if you could just dream and wave that magic wand and be like, this is what I see for myself. If if I could just see, really just let myself feel the freedom of dreaming, What? What would come up for you?
1: Um, I would be healthy. Um, I would uh, live on my coaching business yep. and not have a job.
0: Yeah. Well, your coaching business and, is a job, and I know you know that. But let me yeah. tell you, b- running a, a thriving coaching business is its going to be as much work as any full-time job that you go to, but it's for you. And it's enjoyable and you love it, but it, you are working. Like I, I still, I work a lot, but you know, what's funny is I set my own hours. If I want to stay up really late, working away on a website or marketing materials or I, or watching a movie, I can, because if I don't want to do coaching until one o'clock in the afternoon, I can set my hours the way that I want to set them. But, but I, I was thinking this last night when I was working away on one of our courses at like midnight um, yeah. you still work a lot. Like I work a lot, but I, I, I actually get kind of depressed and not as fulfilled through like Christmas when I'm, when I've put aside and I'm like, I'm not going to do any coaching and I'm not going to do, I'm going to take some time off. And then I think I actually love what I do. It energizes me. It It's it really Yeah. Me. So you're going to have your coaching business and yeah, it's going to take a lot of work. It is, but it's a different kind of work and it's fulfilling and you're your own boss and you're really making impact in women's lives and gosh you you get off a call and you feel like wow that was awesome so getting healthy yeah. having a coaching business is there anything else that you feel like if i could just wave a magic wand and see myself and i can visualize I would,
1: uh, like to have um a partner yep with a dog
0: <laughs> good Does the partner need to bring the? Does the wait a second? Does the partner need to bring the dog, or do you want to get a dog? Um, I don't
1: really want to get a dog right now because I'm in a little apartment, and if COVID ever settles
0: down, I want to travel. Okay, fantastic! How exciting is that? And it will settle down, and you will be able to travel. And I want to say something that might be very controversial always say things that are controversial, what am i kidding um i think that um I, I, you don't even have to tell me this but i think if you're following like you're vaccinated and you're you're like i just went to mexico and i know that if you only watch the news and listen i am absolutely someone that believes the journalists are in integrity and the the top news stations they want to put out the right but i also know it's it's all it's all intended to scare too so like i just went to mexico yeah. And they were they were more strict in Mexico than they were here. So, I came back and felt like I'm I'm per, and I've I've been back for a month. I'm and I almost quarantined the whole time. But you can travel like Michelle. Life is is yeah. not as scary as we think it is. I get this new Omicron and all the crazy BS and blah 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 and blue blue blue. But we have to be safe and smart. But your your life is. We will always find a way. That's just how human beings are. We'll find a way. So you're going to be traveling. You want to partner with a dog that you can visit when you feel like it, but he can leave and take the dog home when you don't feel like it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a little hesitant to jump into a relationship because I was in one for 34 years and I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. So So I want to make sure I don't lose
0: myself. Yeah. Then I would say the way that you just said that, that partner sounds like down the road when I'm ready. And I don't think I'm hearing I'm ready right now. I don't, I don't even want to think about another person. That's what I'm hearing you say. I'm hearing you say, I just want to do me. I did that for 34 years. I need to do me. And what does life look like when I'm just doing me? Well, one of the things I heard you say is I want to get healthy and I would say that's, that, that could be such a, it's the beginning of a new year. This could be the year for you to create your, 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 uh, what do they say with cars each new year? Like there's a new version that comes out. This is the 60 year old version. And here's what's so beautiful about the body. I know that not Mm -hmm. all the bones and everything is replaced within a year. I think they say for full skeleton, a full body. But I always laugh and think, but you know that 95% of the cells in your body rejuvenate and renew themselves over the course of a year. So I'm always like, God, imagine if we just really kicked it into gear this year, what our yeah. 2023 body could feel like and operate and how it could. And I've healed many, many, many old injuries So I am a 100% believer that bad knee, we can heal it. And I don't just mean heal it with like hands-on healing. I mean, doing the right exercises, doing the right stretching, figuring out why that is not what's happening there. What can we do to work with it? Bad back, we can heal it. Bad neck pain, we can heal it. There's so much that we can that we can heal and that we don't have to get older and feel like our bodies are falling apart. So what do you, what do you want to do with your body? What do you want to do with your health and how you feel?
1: Um, well I have started a 30 day yoga challenge cause I haven't been doing yoga and I need it.
0: Oh, I love yoga. Um, I do it almost daily. Yes, I do it daily.
1: Yeah. So I kind of got away from that. And, uh, so now I'm on my eighth day, I think.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, and I've started seeing a natural path. Um, because I haven't been well really for years, but yep. again, I can ignore that yep. <laughs> and carry on. So now I thought, you know what? This is my year. This is I'm sixty. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get healthy. So I'm changing my diet because my whole GI track is yep. inflamed. Yep.
0: And you um, know that's all I just, connected uh, to personal power. Your sense of personal power. Yeah.
1: So, and I pick a word for myself every uh, January mm-hmm. for the year. And this year I picked hero, mm. and I didn't really like that word, um, <laughs> but that was the word that came, so I had to stick
0: with it. You and don't then have I to. The great the, news, the great thing about life is we can change our mind every day. So if every day you want to pick a new word, you can. But I love Shiro. You're the Shiro. You're going to be the shero of your whole, of your own life. That, that is ultimately.
1: It's really loving yourself and staying true to the commitments that you make to yourself because I can stay true to commitments I make to other people, Yep. but it's always a challenge to keep the ones to yourself. So,
0: so this is is the year of, this is the year of self uh, commitment and doing you. And doing whatever you must do to make sure that you take care of you. What do you think could get it could get in the way of you really doing you this year? Um.
1: the The uh, changing of the diet is really going to be a challenge because I have high sensitivities to just about everything. Um, but I'm really quite committed um to feeling
0: good. Good. And you know um, what I would say, Michelle? Make a list yeah. and get really clear on the reasons why you want to feel good. Um and okay. this is a this is a selling this is a selling to, this is a selling secret when we're selling any product or service. But features tell and benefits sell. So the features of why you want to lose weight, that will never keep you emotionally committed. But the benefits of why you want to get your GI tract, just so the inflammation down, like what is, how is it going to benefit your life when you feel amazing and you think about the benefits of... It's so exciting just thinking about feeling good because I
1: haven't for years.
0: Yeah. So features would be, if you change your diet, you're going to feel good. Benefits would be, what are the benefits of feeling good? What are the things you're going to be able to do that you're not doing now? What are the ways you're going to be able to, to, to live and create and the extra energy? What's that extra energy going to do? How's that going to benefit you? When you get really, make, a, make, a, make pages of notes if you can and keep adding to it every day. of. So it's not just the gratitude, it's the... I'm doing this because I want these benefits and the benefits are what's yeah. going to be the thing that is going to help to keep you on track and keep okay. checking in with us. You know, you're part of our sisterhood now share in, yeah. in our private SWAT Facebook group that you called in today, that you're making a commitment, get some accountability, see if there's any other women in there that want to do it with you. Um, okay. So that you, you cause you know, community builds immunity. And it's just much easier to stick to things when we have partners and accountability and a community and, um, we need to talk, we need to talk, we need to be able to talk it out when we're feeling like we're falling off track, we need to talk it out. So keep signing up for mentorship coaching and just keep talking it out. It will really, really help, um, just to make sure that you stay true to you. Excellent. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much for calling in today, Michelle. Is there anything else we can talk about or are you feeling? No, I think I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. All right, Michelle. I'm feeling good too. You're welcome. And Sharon, Sharon, let me unmute your line here. Sharon, Sharon from Australia. Hello. Hello. Lovely. How are you, Sharon? I'm so good. Oh, I'm so glad you're good. Sharon, what's going on for you? And what do we want to talk about?
2: Well, to be honest, I thought I was just trying to unmute my line and trying to work out the um, you know, how it all works it's my first time here. (laughs) But um, why not say hi?
0: Why not? Exactly. Sharon, um Hello. okay, let yeah. let's just have a recap because sometimes I see names that come up and I'm just like, I've we've never met. Obviously you're on the other side of the world from me. But have we not been in each other's worlds for like fifteen years now? Yes. Yes. As soon
2: as way before this SWOT even started. I think I was one of your first ambassadors. Ah You were. So- We've met many times by this way, yes, but never, never in person, unfortunately. Yes. I've got to come to Australia. I want to go to oh, Australia. Oh, that's okay. I'd love you to come to Australia. I'd love to come back to Canada.
0: Yes. Well, let's make that happen. What's going on for Absolutely. you? What, what's happening in your world? Well, I'm actually quite
2: excited to come back and finish off my empowerment coaching course. I know. Uh, I saw your back. I know. I couldn't believe it. The you know, the I was one of your beta students. I know. And um I could not believe that three years had gone past and I'm going, No, surely not because (laughs) I've only just finished module one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking how did that
1: happen? I know, times. And then I
2: realized I was a single mum living, you know, trying to keep the roof over my head. Yeah. Um, working twenty one days straight and then, you know, maybe one or two days off and and I thought life, life. I was living the life that the course was doing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah. yeah, and so was it almost. I don't know how long ago it was, but
0: here I am. I am so now going to complete it. I'm so thrilled, and that's. I think I one of the things that I, I love so much about what I do is that, um, I've built like these really beautiful friendships and relationships with women from all over the world. And there is something to be said about following along and seeing each other's journey for 15 years, 20 years, and mm-hmm. and and aging together and raising children together and then, st- and, yes. and you being able to be like, hey, Crystal, I remember back then what you were doing and what are you doing now? And like, that's all part of due diligence. That's what makes us yeah. really trust each other
2: Absolutely, and um, yeah, because I'm I'm a um, seventy baby as well. In yes. so fact, um, my birthday is in five days,
0: seven days. Oh, okay. And, um, so you're have you're a are you, is, does that make you a Capricorn? I think so, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so you're like Michelle. I've got two Capricorns on the line today. <laughs> Happy birthday! Thank you.
1: Wow. So it's
2: sort of um. For three years in a row, as far as I'm concerned, I have not been able to celebrate my fiftieth. So I'm still forty-nine.
0: <laughs> that's how I felt. That's why I went to. <laughs> that's why I went to Mexico this year on my birthday. I didn't get to throw fiftieth like last year because of COVID, and so this year I was like, "No, I'm I'm going away for my birthday," and it was the first time in my life because I'm born in December so it's the first time in my life I ever got to celebrate my birthday in warm weather and I got to tell you you're over there in Australia and the weather's nice for you when you celebrate your birthday as a Capricorn. True, very true. (laughs) So I wonder wonder if you need to go flying somewhere where you can like trudge around in the snow. No you probably don't want that. So what are you going to do for your Um, birthday Sharon?
2: Well I was going to have um, you know go to a club and we watch a band that I used to love in the 80s and all that kind of stuff. But um, our cases over here have gone, you know, through the roofs. So no. every band's been cancelled. Yeah, I know. So my event got cancelled. No. <laughs> so every January I decide, like what you just said, I usually go away because no one's around in January. So, yeah. yeah, I think I might take off somewhere. I'm not sure where, but for I will. you.
0: Good for you. I, I know I'm, I, I know there's a lot of people that are like, you got to really hunker down right now. And I, I get that. I've been hunkered down for two years. I live hunkered down because I work from home and uh, I've, yeah. you know, but I, I think if we're really, really safe and careful, um, we got to keep on oh, living. we got to keep on. Absolutely. On. Um, yeah, it's,
2: we're still living our life here. Um, mm-hmm. I am I'm now a um empty nester as well.
0: Yeah.
2: Um like yourself. <laughs> yeah, isn't it amazing? So, you can just get up and go. Yeah. Like and being a single person,
0: single woman, I'm like, Woohoo, I'm out of here. Do you hear that, Michelle? We're like that's what's happening now. We are hearing women now really so openly and excitedly sharing, I am a single woman, woohoo, my kids Absolutely. have left home, woohoo, yeah. like it's, yeah, yeah so I think I'm heading to the beach, the oh, Beach is calling, so fabulous, you're headed to the beach, I'm so happy for you, happy birthday, and I'm, I'm excited that you're back uh, at SWAT, we're going to get you graduated, we're going to spend some amazing time together, and it's, it is your time, it's your it time, it is, yes, yeah, Yes, yeah, so I've got
2: great visions for this year. It's gonna be amazing.
0: Great. What do you have on what's in your vision board?
2: Um, well I'm creating it at the moment. Um but I basically passed this course, I'm also doing another one with Colette. Oh, fantastic at the moment.
0: Yeah. So I'm doing
2: the personal mastery with her.
0: Excellent. Um What a big year so, for you this is gonna be.
2: Oh my gosh, absolutely. And and um my vision is to next year do all the learning and preparation and foundation work this year. Um, through. This is all through the training of watching you, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then next year, I'm just going to go, bam, I'm going to go and open up something that's going to reflect. So it help women that, like a lot of Australian women here, that once their last child turns seven, <laughs> they're forced back out in the workforce. Mm. And they've got no idea how to do that again.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so that's... Well, you've, you I've, know you know a special it, niche that you've mastered that you... Yeah. That, yeah, it's beautiful. How wonderful. Women supporting yeah. women all so drive over down, the world. Not
2: only not even the... It's full on... Because my business is empowering... Um, what's it? Um, empowering your well-being. That's my business. Mm, okay. And um, so I really want to empower them, not only just within themselves, but how they... Um present themselves for you know interviews and yep. and then thereafter how to survive getting back in the work and the juggle of um you know motherhood and whatever extra titles that they seem to claim um to you know really get on top of things
0: and get on their world again yeah. fabulous, exciting we're the I am. We're I am these we we we're finding each other from all over the globe and we're coming together and we're empowering each other and supporting each other and lifting each other up and reminding each other that there is there are so many women out there that want more and we Absolutely. are we are we are offering you know uh this out now and um it's beautiful beautiful thank you so much Sharon happy birthday and happy new year I was just gonna say one thing I'm I love that women are finding now is that they
2: can have it now they can do it and and like what you were saying before when women were um suppressed I guess you could say yeah we now realize that hang on a second we are entitled to this we can deserve this and and I'm
0: gonna get it (laughs) yeah yeah and I gotta tell you where there's a will there's a way Like the energy, the energy of willingness, it resonates on the map of empowerment, just above neutrality. And I, I just always want to remind women when they say, I just don't have the willpower. Well, willingness is an emotion, no different than anger or love. You wouldn't say, I just don't have enough love in my heart. Like, or, you know, it's it's there is there's an infinite there's a infinite amount of willpower or willingness once we step into that that emotion into that energy where we start saying it's like saying to Michelle what is it that you really want? Get really clear on why you want it, and just allow yourself to stay to be aware of those that map of empowerment those map of emotions and catch yourself when you're starting to fall out of willingness and you're starting to fall into, you know, pride, like, I don't have to do, I shouldn't have to do this and this shouldn't be this hard. And, and just pushing yourself back up through and saying, I know, but I have these dreams. And if I can stay in the energy of willingness and accept that it's not always going to go my way, but I'm never going to give up on my dream. And I'm going to keep seeing the vision. You can achieve it, and it it might sound like a motivational speaker, but I've watched it over and over and over. The power of of willingness uh, in helping oh, a woman, amazing. yeah, create the life that you deserve and that you want. Absolutely,
2: now
0: everyone. I think everyone should be,
2: um, yeah, absolutely willing.
0: It's yeah, yeah, we but we have to honestly, authentically, and organically get there and that's why if someone isn't resonating in that emotion yet it it would be detrimental to them to say well let's put together a schedule of all the things you're going to do and how how much you're going to exercise like if you're not in the energy yet of willingness we got to meet our clients where they're at so if they're in fear or they're in guilt we got to meet them in in those energies and and understand that there's, there's wisdom from every emotion, but that we won't get shit done if we stay down in guilt. And we won't Absolutely. get things done if we stay stuck down in fear. We have to examine it. We have to look at it like we just did with Michelle. Why do you feel guilty? Well, you were taught it. You were taught to feel guilty. Yeah. So we have to push yeah. through the fears and the, the should have been and the could have been and the ought have We have to push through the sad stories of how much we were held back. And we have to push through into that desire. That's why I said to Michelle, let's wave a magic wand. And then just above desire is really this feeling of like, it's really frustration when we want what we want and we aren't getting what we want. It's a natural, normal, healthy feeling to feel like I'm frustrated. And it's right here that this is the pivotal point in making things happen. It's either I'm gonna fall back down into fear that I'm never gonna make it happen, or I'm gonna push through that anger up into courage to say, no, I'm I am gonna make this happen. And and willingness is is right there. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you, Sharon. Absolutely. And I'm so glad I'm back. Thank I'm, you. I'm so glad you're back too. And you know what? I see Ellen. So before we say goodbye today, I want to jump back on uh the call here with Ellen, see if we can get you unmuted, Miss Ellen. Let's try again. Ellen, are you there? I'm here. Hey! Can you hear me? Yes. All right, Alan. Thanks for having Excellent. persistence and willingness to come back and 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 what's going on for you? We're just at the the end of the show, but I I would love to to just have a quick chat with you, see what's going on, and how I can support you. All right.
3: Oh, uh, actually, uh, things are going pretty good. Great. I'm um, in my you know my uh, coaching calls. Yep. And uh, actually, I did two yesterday, and I felt fabulous afterwards.
0: Oh, yay. So Ellen is just sharing that she is in our coaching program, and she is going through the mentorship coaching process where uh, Ellen has to coach 10 women from around the world, three calls with 10 different women, and she records those calls. And then she sends, um, when she's around the 15-call mark, excuse me, 10 to 15, she sends them in to us, and we listen. We have professors, myself included, and assistant professors, and we listen, and we get on a call with Ellen, and we do a little critique, which isn't meant to be. It's for growth and expansion and purpose. Say, this is what you're doing, amazing. This is, what... And then Ellen will finish off and do her 30 calls. And and we were just talking about it yesterday, Ellen, in our course, that, gosh, it feels really good when you get off and you go, wow, that was a great conversation, doesn't it?
3: Yeah yeah absolutely
0: yeah amazing. Is there anything I can do to support you today or any question you have, or did you just want to share that you had a great experience
3: Oh, I wanted to share that um I think the other you know the only other thing is is uh if I had a magic wand,
0: <laughs> yes you do
3: i I'd have my uh a successful coaching business, yep. And uh, I'd be living in a a beautiful house that uh, has an indoor swimming pool. Nice. And uh, let's see, a glass solarium where I could set up my, uh, my desk and
0: my off. So Ella, let's there. create a vision board. We're going to be doing that in our first week uh, in our yeah. master empowerment coach certification. And the clearer you get, you know, it's pretty amazing. I was amazed yesterday morning, my other daughter, my, my youngest daughter sent um, a text message to myself and to her sister, my, my daughter, Madeline. And I could not believe the detail. She wants to buy her own home. And I was so impressed. I was literally like, did you write this? Like she wrote down just the way you just said the salarium. She wrote down everything that her, her house that she wants to buy is going to have. And it wasn't like, she didn't go crazy where it's like, I'm going to have a 20 million house. It was like, I'm going to have a house in Toronto. She was so clear, but like right down to like the windows and, and the, the little nook and the, the the different, um, the color of the faucets and the color of the cupboards and the, like, textured floor tiles. And she, every single detail, it was paragraph after paragraph. And I was like, did you write, I literally, did you write this? Yes, mom. I said, oh, it's incredible. And she's like, it's not for anyone else to see. Like, don't share it with anyone. But she's really (laughs) learning the art of manifesting, which is, you know, you have to, you have to you have to get as much clarity and listen, sometimes the stuff that comes to us is even bigger and better than what we planned for, but we we do want to start using the power of our brains and imaginations to begin to get clear on what it is we really want if we had that magic wand, and the clearer that we get, the easier it is for us to um create it. So I always yeah. say you've gotta you gotta see it in your mind's eye and then see it on a vision board. And then once you can believe it, that's when it's gonna manifest. So you have to want it, you have to believe it's possible, and then you have to act on it. And Ellen, you're doing that. You've signed up to become a master empowerment coach. I remember our very first call we ever did with chat with Crystal. Ellen, your Uh voice has even changed. I'm gonna tell you. Yes, your voice sounds lighter it sounds healthier. It sounds, um, uh, healthier. Your voice literally sounds lighter and brighter and, and clearer. And that just tells me that that's, um, something beautiful that's happening energetically for you. And that's what really empowerment is all about. Turning lights up. Yeah.
3: Turning turning our own
0: inner light up. And we start stepping into that energy and, and that's why I always say, we don't need to be coaching with videos. The power of our voice, that's pretty special. So I can feel it from you and I'm I'm honored and I'm grateful that uh, you're walking this journey with me and with the other women. Um, I think Michelle and Sharon both are are doing this journey too. So how amazing that we all got on today and let's just hold space for each other. In my mind right now, my eyes are closed. I'm seeing Ellen, I'm seeing Sharon, I'm seeing Michelle, and we're standing in a big circle and we're holding hands and we're just sending so much positive energy and love and support to each other as sisters from around the world. So I wish you, Ellen, an amazing 2022. I'm excited that we're going to spend it together. And thank you so much for calling in today.
3: All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for being on the call. It was fun. There was a lot of energy today. Great energy. It's a new year. And if you haven't done your vision board yet, you know what? Easy ways to do it. Uh, You know, there's a great um, application called Canva, .canva www.canva.com. There's a free free, um, service. You can go in there and literally create a poster and go in and start picking pictures and creating your own vision board. You can even um upload pictures from your own photo library or pictures that you love off the internet and upload them in there and create your own poster. You can even have it printed right through Canva and they'll deliver it to your house on shiny paper and you can put it up on your office wall or somewhere that you can see it every day. And, and yeah, is it the only way to, no, you're not going to get all your dreams come true because you made a vision board, but it's fun. It gets the creative juices going. It gets you into willingness, which is on the map of empowerment, where all the magic starts happening, where creative energy really starts being activated. So where there's a will, there's a way. And I I really hope and pray that for each of us, that 2022 is the best year we've had to date because 2023 is going to be even better, but let's make it happen. Let's support each other. Let's wish well for each other and let's Really try to make our own dreams come true. Have an awesome month, folks. I'll be back in February. Ms. Little Miss Madeline is going to be her last birthday as a single woman. She's getting married this summer. So we'll be back in February. And until then, I wish you well. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal. Empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus-Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.